Hello and greetings to each of you this day. I am the host of the Being Love in Action podcast, the agent of love, Reverend Kenya C. Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. Listen, I am a grace girl, the daughter of the King of Kings and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I invite you to walk with me today as I share a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, empowered, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to being love in action. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is I, Kenya C. Williams, and I am super excited once again to be here with you this week. Yes, I pray that this week has been a great one for you. I pray that today has been an awesome day for you, no matter what you may have been facing, whether it's in your personal life, your family, on the job, the world issues. I just pray that today is a day of peace, joy, and love for you today. Listen, I'm always super excited whenever I get an opportunity to come back on the podcast and spend it with you guys, my Being Love in Action podcast family. I miss you guys as always. Listen, I just all I'm also excited because the podcast is being featured by um, the Podbean um, app who actually I'm hosting my actual podcast through. So I want to share this with you today. This podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host the Being Love in Action podcast. So download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. So download the free Podbean app today. This, that's Podbean. Check it out. Listen, I'm excited. Podbean app has been a blessing to me and this podcast. We are now, check this out, at almost 16K. I think we're like maybe the last time I checked, 15 50 away from 16,000 downloads. Can you believe that? Away 16,000 downloads. Like that's insane, you guys. And I'm grateful for what God is doing through the doing through the Being Love in Action podcast and through the Podbean app, which is uh, my hosting um, podcast app. And, and it's been very um, wonderful to me. And this podcast has been able to go across the globe. Like there are places, if you, you're new to the podcast, you know, um, today, I thank you for tuning in with us. And for those of you who have been here with me from the beginning, now we're in 81 episodes. I thank you all. Listen, if you have not had a chance to catch up on the on our episodes 
go on and catch up. But today I'm excited because we are doing the final part of our the mindset of fearless, the mindset of the fearless series. So today is part six of that series. And we're looking at Psalms 27, which is a psalm that was written by King David. For those of you who are not familiar, I always want to make sure that when you come on the podcast, you're able to jump in on that day, whatever day that you're you're catching the episodes and being able to have a great understanding. Right. So the Psalm 27 is in the Old Testament of the Bible, and it was written by King David. Unfortunately, we're not sure exactly what period of David's life was it? Was it when he was David? who was anointed as king, but still operating as a shepherd boy? Was it David when he was actually um, the king, but he was not operating in that kingship because he was running from his enemies? Or was it actually a point when he was operating as a king, living as a king and operating in that assignment? We don't know. We do know that David was always one as great of a man as he was. He was always facing many trials in his life. Most of those trials came from, you know, whether it was his enemies that were trying to not only personally kill him or trying to subdue or overtake the the, um, kingdom of Israel, or it was his own family. He had a lot of issues within his family as well, but he was also very blessed. So there is a lot to learn about David and his life. And I want to encourage you again to go back and read it. But today we're focusing on Psalms 27. So David wrote this Psalm. And remember, we're talking about the mindset of the fearless. There are characteristics of people who have a mindset that's fearless. It does not mean that they won't be fearful at time. It doesn't mean you won't be afraid or scared at times. It doesn't mean that you will not experience life circumstances. A mindset of a fearless person walks in the confidence of who they are in God. Amen. And so today I want to pick back up on the final part of this series, which is part six. And today we're going to be focusing on verses 13 and 14, which are the final verses of the text. Again, if you're catching up today and this is the first part of the series you're hearing, you can go back and check out the other episodes. But we're reading from Psalms 27 verses 1 through 14. But today the focus scriptures will be verses 13 and 14. So let's let's recap. What are the characteristics of the mindset of the fearless? We say that they are rehearsers, the rehearsers of who God is to them. They remember God's history in their lives. They request of God to fulfill his word. Jeremiah 1 and 12 tells us, for I am watching to see my word fulfilled. That is what God says. He's watching to see his word fulfilled. In other words, God wants us to hold him to his word. You know, one of the things we say in the, in the, in the world is that your word is your bond. I know growing up, I would hear that a lot of times when the elders would talk. Unfortunately, a lot now today, you don't really hear that concept or that mindset that people's word is their bond. In other words, what you say, that person 
can take you for your word because you're going to make sure what you said you were going to do that you did it. Right. And so it's almost in that context that God is saying, if I said it in my word, hold me to it and I promise you it will come to pass. So they request of God. The mindset of the fearless people, they are rejoicers. They praise God. They admonish him even in the bad times. Now, wait a minute. You may say, well, you know, woman of God, let's be realistic. I don't always feel like rejoicing and praising God when I'm hurting. Hey, I can write the book on that as well. Amen. If you're new to the podcast, you know, at different times I share different parts of my life and my testimony. There was a time when I experienced Hurricane Katrina and I lost everything like so many other thousands of people who were affected by Hurricane Katrina in 2005, August 29th, 2005. It changed my life forever. And I was very angry with God when that happened. I, I won't even I won't even lie to you. I was angry with God because my life was at a great place as far as I was concerned. And then everything changed. And, and what I'm what I'm what I mean by that is I didn't feel like praising God or admonishing him at times. I was angry. I was hurt. But because I know the word of God and I and I, you know, my faith in God was still there, but I was hurt. I was angry with him. Sometimes you got to understand, I don't like to get in that spiritual box where we, you know, we forget that we're human and, you know, we, we deal with all this relig- religious rhetoric. No. We're going to I'm going to be real and honest with you because that's what this podcast is all about. We want to take the word of God and make it applicable to our everyday life situations so we can make it through the hard times. Right. So, yes, it's not always easy to praise him or admonishing him when we're dealing with the death of a loved one. We prayed for God to heal them and they didn't get healed or someone tragically gets a diagnosis or where our marriage is going awry. We're looking at possible divorce. We have children that are, you know, wayward and we're, we're hoping that they come back. I mean, we're, we're in um, spats with families. We've had bad business deals with business partners. I mean, the list can go on. There's so many things that can keep us in a place where we don't admonish him appraise him. But one of the things we are learning through the word of God and, and looking at the lives of those who served him, like David, when he wrote this Psalm, he didn't always, he wouldn't always find himself in, in, in easy situations. He found himself a lot of times as a king in, in, in very precarious situations, but he found himself rejoicing and praising God. And there also, we also, the other thing we learned about those with the mindset of the fearless is that they are repentive. In other words, they have a repentive heart. And what does repentive means? It's having the ability to reviewing one's actions and feelings, regret for past wrongs to improve their lives. See, a repentive heart means that that's self-accountability. We can't blame anyone else. We got to take our part. And even though there are some things that may happen to us as a result of someone else doing some terrible act to us, right? We're not responsible for their actions. We're, We're only responsible for our actions and how we heal or how we go through that process. 
And if we've done something wrong, that's another part of being accountable. So we have to have repentive hearts. So we got that. We got the mindset, the characteristics of the mindset of the fearless. So as we begin this series, here's what I always ask the question. How do you develop? I develop. You develop a fearless mindset. So that's the first thing that you have to begin to ask yourself. How do you develop this fearless mindset? And I've already given you the characteristics. So basically, how do you develop those characteristics within yourself? Amen. And then the other thing is on a personal level, who is God to you? Because developing a characteristic of a fearless mindset, it's all a faith based movement. If, if there is no personal relationship with God in your life, what are you hoping in? What are you believing in? So those are the thoughts as we get into verses 13 and 14, Psalms 27, verses 13 and 14, what you need to have in your forefront. Amen. So let me read Psalms 27, verse 13 and 14. And I'm reading from the NIV translation. And here is David. This is the last part of this text. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I want to go back to that. David is saying. I will remain confident of this. He starts it off resting in the confidence of the God he serves. How can he remain confident of this? This is the very thing that God has already shown you in your life. And if he has not shown you certain things, the confidence remains in the promises of God. Remember, I shared with you what he said in Jeremiah 1 and 12, that God is watching to see his word fulfilled. David says, I will see. He's boldly proclaiming. He's boldly reclaiming. He's rehearsing why. The reasons. Remember, we got to go back to verse one. And I'm going to read verse two, um, one um, to you again. Verse one of 20, Psalms 27 says this. The Lord is my light and my salvation Whom shall I fear? So he goes back to the beginning. He says, I can remain confident of this. I will. Why will you see the goodness of the Lord? You will see the goodness of God in your life because the Lord is your light. There is no darkness in him. Even though there may be darkness in our lives, God dispels the darkness. His love for us is dispelled, but it, it expels the darkness. He is the light and my salvation. It must be personal. It must be personal. 
Remember, we said that a fearless mindset rehearses who God is to them. He said in the very beginning, David began to proclaim, God, you are my light and my salvation. He was saying, God, you are not only the one that keeps my head above water, you are the one that saves me. Yes, we know two things in life we are certain of that we live and die. See, the beauty of salvation in Christ Jesus. See, what makes a Christian a Christian is their belief that Jesus Christ was the son of God and he died. And on the third day, he rose with all power in his hand. And that because we believe that on him is the foundation of our faith. So when these earthly bodies die, our souls will continue to live on with Christ Jesus in heaven. That's salvation. But David is saying here, look, I remain confident as this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I love it. Do you know that you got to believe in your heart? No matter where you are in life, what have you gone through? What others have done to you? That you can see goodness in the land of the living. I know. You may say, woman of God, how, how can I, how can I believe that when I'm going through so much? Remember, we're looking at the life of David. Have someone ever robbed you of something that was your birthright? Jacob and Esau, two brothers in the Bible who, who, um, one, the elder in the cultural times got the blessing, but he, he deceived his father and he robbed his brother out of his birthright. God still blessed both brothers. There were some consequences. Joseph brothers sold him into slavery. Someone lied on him and had him jailed. Do you understand that the people in the Bible were ordinary people that did extraordinary things through the power of God in their lives. He is our salvation. Therefore, we will see the goodness of the Lord. I want you begin to begin to rehearse the word of God in your life and over your life. Rehearse Psalms 27, the full one, but 13, we're talking about 13 and 14, that you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I want you to remember what Jeremiah 1 and 12 says, for I am watching. You say, God, you said that I will see the goodness of you, Lord, in the land of the living. And I believe that. And I believe that for all of you who are listening, that God will bless you right where you are. Remember, and then verse 14 says, wait for the Lord. Be strong. And take heart and wait for the Lord. I want you to look at this, you know, very closely. What we understand that was that David, when he said the land of the living simply means this life or time while I am still alive. Right. We know that David was going through something. We don't know what it was. But David had to wait 
a period of time before he was able to walk in his full assignment of being a king. He was anointed king at 16, but he didn't become a king until he was 30. And in that interim time of period between 16 and 30, 14 years of him waiting, he dealt with some real hard trials. Someone king, the other, the king that was currently sitting on the throne was seeking to kill him. Have you ever been there? It's like you've been waiting. You know what God has promised you. And you say, God, I'm still waiting. Maybe you're waiting for that healing. Maybe you're waiting for that child to come back home. Or are or, or you waiting for uh, that loved one to be delivered from addiction? Maybe you're waiting for the right time to start that business. Or maybe you've been waiting for uh, the birth of a child. Maybe you've been waiting to to do this business. Maybe you've been waiting for the wife that God promised you or the husband that he's promised you. You've been waiting for that healing. Maybe you've been waiting and it just seems like God is not for, he's forgotten about you. But what David realized that if he looked back over his life, he can remember the hand of God. Waiting for God is never easy. Can you imagine being anointed of, of the king or the queen of a country? And you can't operate in that thing for 14 years. And people know that, but you're living in caves. Waiting for God is not always easy, but it's part of the process. Because if you have the mindset of the fearless, you got to understand that waiting on God is part of the process. And the waiting comes the blessing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the waiting, your character is being built. In the waiting, you're able to see the hand of God. And in the waiting, your life is becomes a testimony to the greatness of who God is. In the waiting, you develop the characteristics of a fearless mindset. Listen. I pray that on today, that as you're listening to this episode of the mindset of the fearless, and this is the final part of this episode, that you are encouraged and inspired. Because no one ever said this walk in life would be easy. And if you are a believer in Christ, it, it does not negate you and I from going through problems in our lives, facing trials and tribulations. But being a believer in Christ assures us that we can remain confident in the God that we serve. See, Psalms 27 is all about resting in the confidence of God. The mindset of a fearless, the most important part of the mindless of a fearless person is the person whose mindset is resting in the confidence of God. Listen, I pray that if you're listening on today and maybe 
you're listening and, and, and you do know Christ and he's your Lord and Savior. But maybe you've, you've been away. Maybe you've been dealing with so much that you just want to come and you just want to say, God, right now, I, I, I ask for forgiveness of my sins, my transgressions. And, and God, I, I just want to have that relationship renewed with you. Today is a great day. And you know, here on the Being Love in Action podcast, we will pray with you and for you. Amen. Continue to send us those prayer requests. We pray over. There's a team of intercessors that will pray over your prayer requests. And we want to know, we want to hear what God is doing or how we can pray for you. But maybe you're, you're listening and you say, man, I've heard about this Jesus and I've, I want to know more about him. Today will be a great day. To decide to get to know the man that we call Jesus the Christ, the Savior. The Bible reminds us in Romans 3 and 23, we all have sinned. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. But his love for us and what he did on Calvary by becoming the sacrificial lamb assured you and I the gift of eternal life through Christ Jesus. How beautiful is that? That he loved us so much that God gave his only son to be that sacrifice for you and I. And Romans 10 and 9 simply says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart, see it's in the heart where the transforming comes from. God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. It's just as simple as that. Whatever you want to share with God, he reads the heart. Right now will be a great time to pray that prayer. And then I would encourage you, if you are not a part of a local church body, find a church body that believes in the full gospel of Jesus Christ, the Old and the New Testament, where you can learn and be encouraged by the word of God. And right now with with COVID all over the world, you can go online and you can read, you can, whether it's YouTube or podcasts, wherever you want to go on the internet, you can find a church or or ministry that can pour into you. Amen. You know, I'm always excited and I'm always thankful and grateful every time I get to come on and just be a part of this a phenomenal podcast. I thank you for tuning in and we pray that you were blessed by today's podcast. Remember to tune in weekly right here on the Being Love and Action podcast, the Podbean app. And we are available on all major streaming platforms. So whichever platform you want to listen to us on, you can do it. Amen. And we thank you. And if you would like to contact us, email us at Ministries at yahoo.com or you can definitely check out what who we are at www.gracegirl.org we would love to hear from you and i want you all to remember this and now these three remain faith hope and love but the greatest of these is love and that's first corinthians 13 and 13 and i am reverend kenya c williams aka 
the agent of love with Kenya C. Williams Ministries. Remember to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. Until next time, we love you, we love you, we love you. And all of our information, how you can reach us is in the description part of the podcast. Until we meet again, love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.